All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bum, bum, bum. Ba, 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 ba. My mic arm sucks. So does mine. It's Oilers oh Nation God. Radio. Radio. With Bag Milk, Liam, Rick, Tyler, and Dan. Whoop, whoop. Brought to you by our friends at Oodle Noodle is episode 95,612. 95,612 episodes of complaining about the mic arms. <sighs> Liam's is broken. Mine is turning. So the itself. Mine's just fine. Mine's mm. become a bit of a weapon. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Watch out, Rick. <laughs> the issue here is don't touch them. No, I like to fiddle. Mm-hmm. Get a stress ball. I don't want that. Right, I like to fiddle. I like to move spinner? things around. Oh, what's broken about yours right now? This just this top part is spinning without me like this. You know? <laughs> Mine wouldn't stay up. So I would have my mic arm up and then I had this tightened it in pills there. For that. <laughs> and then I tightened it and it just fell. So I was down here. <laughs> ah, Tyler loves when we get started on the mic arms again. Tyler spent cents on the dollar on these things. <laughs> they were like nineteen bucks each. Okay, okay. Fucking turning. All right. Well, this is episode ninety-eight thousand. Uh, gang's all here. We got plenty to talk about, including there's an Oilers game day today. Come on! For the first time in nearly two weeks, we're going to be talking about some actual sports. But first. Woo. We got to get to the delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. 18 locations and counting, including a brand new one that is open in Calgary. If you made the poor choice of living behind enemy lines down in Calgary, you can make good choices by introducing Oodle Noodle to your mouth hole. Got it? Good. OodleNoodle.ca. Go check it out. Oodle Noodlegram on Instagram. Come check out the memes that Wanya and I post on a daily basis. They are very, very funny. Thank you. 
Tyler, mm-hmm. what do you got for a delicious debate for us today? Well, the, today's kind of like the start of, I won't call it the start of the second half, but it's the start of the stretch drive, right? The unofficial yeah. second half. Yeah, you're, you're done with the All-Star game. No other breaks. You're just gearing up and getting ready to go here. So the delicious debate today is kind of a little bit reflective on the first half, but also looking ahead to the stretch drive. Which player do the Oilers need to bounce back the most in the second half? Who's got the first answer? Liam, you're looking at the phone. What are you looking at? Your stats, probably. The in-depth numbers. Yeah, I was looking at everybody's numbers. Um, the player they need to bounce back the most is Evan Bouchard. Okay. That's my pick. I think we all expected a little bit more from Bouch this season. I think he's been fine. I don't think he's been as bad as some people make him out to be. But I would like to see a little bit more from him. We obviously saw that. Little bit of the season there where he had however many goals in so many games, but I just want to see some more from from Mr. Bouchard at both ends of the ice. However many goals in so many games. Yeah, what do you get? He scored two <laughs> against the Rangers, then he scored the one against Florida, and I think he might have got another one there. That was a big goal against I was, Florida too. Yep. And the Rangers. I was going to go with Bouchard, Liam, but I would choose Jack Campbell uh, just mm. for the reason that we've seen a little bit of a bounce back here, but it has to continue. We can't can we can't go down the path that we were going down at the start of the season with Jack. Uh, need a, a bona fide starter. I know Skinner is you know looking like that right now, but you really want Jack Campbell running into playoff form here going in down the stretch. Rick. Well, I'm going to say both those guys already turned it around, and I think they're on the up and up already. So the one guy I'm going to look at, and I know people kind of think he's disappearing right away, but if you can get some sort of offense out of the Big 13 right now, I think that's an addition to this team that would uh, help the best right now. Taylor Hamchunk. So we have Bouchard, JP, Campbell. So you guys left the big name out there. It's Darnell Nurse, folks. If the Oilers can get Darnell Nurse back to, and I think a lot of the hate thrown his direction has been overblown i think there's a lot of people that he has nothing to do with yeah like a lot of people just throw the contract out there and it's whatever like it's annoying and i think he's been better than his haters would like you to believe he's been so far this season but the point is still there that he's been a little underwhelming so far this year and he's been fighting it there's been some tough games and i think if the oilers can get nurse back to the level he was at Kind of from this point of the season onwards last year, I think it'll just make their blue line look so much different. I think you'll notice Cody Cece gets better if Darnell Nurse starts to play a little bit better. Just a bit of a ripple effect here with the way things are going. So the Oilers getting Darnell Nurse going compared to his first half of the season, I think that that's the piece that could really take them to another level. I'm surprised you guys left this guy on the board for me. The one who I'm picking needs to rebound the most over the last... 32 games of the year. He's got five goals, five assists so far through 36 games, including a handful of healthy scratches. Warren Fogle. Sure. He's making three million bucks or just under 275, I believe. And we just need more from him. And when he's playing on his game, he can be a bull in a china shop. He's got all the tools. His breakaway per 60 is sky high, but the execution, the goal per breakaway, very low. If he can just start chipping in at what his general career pace is, He's going to be fine. But at the moment right now, I say, Warren Fogle, we need a lot more from you. So I think the answer is yours and mine were the were the two better the ones. I think the the other three players... We have better ideas than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Humble. I just feel like if they, if they play a better system... Declaring yourself a winner. End, all the defensemen will look better. But we need offense out of a certain a couple of guys and two guys that have really been 
I don't like to use the word let down here, but kind of been underperforming are definitely Fogel and Pugliarvi. So if we can get one of those two guys going, it prevents a trade. It kind of situate, kind of pushes where their trades have to go. And I think we're uh, in a big boost there. It's behind the speaker. I went with my guy <laughs> because On the I table. think he can do it. I'm not sure Pugliarvi and Fogel <laughs> have the ability to... To turn it around. I also don't think what they'll is, be here much longer, which is kind of a big oh, thing for me, I'm too. I'm still very confused. I know everyone says Pooley-Arvey is probably the one going, but I just think, like, you're, the dollar amount between him and Fogler are pretty much the same thing. I just think losing or keeping that extra right-handed right-winger is more is, is better insurance than keeping an extra left-winger. left, left I just think Holland would rather... Go and get a couple extra bodies. You're gonna throw that one at us too. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that I could take the top off this microphone. Oh. I'm having a good time over here. I think Holland will want to go out and get a couple extra bodies who want to like rejuvenate the season almost and kind of get some stuff flowing. And I think that's gonna be more of a positive impact than being like, okay, Yessi and and Fogo like game fifty, but. Come on, you guys can still turn it around. I, I just don't. I just. I think they're too deep into the season, and like, I get it. They've had like sparks throughout the year, and I don't think they've been like bad overall. I think they have brought a lot of positivity in ways, especially Pogliavi. Like Fogel's kind of at his has been the worst of the two, but I just think it's more likely that Holland will want to just refresh a little bit. That's fair. I just think that we need that safety net in case Yam is yeah. a little more injury prone than we'd like to admit. I would agree. Like, yeah. I still think it's going to be Pooley-Arvey that goes, um, but I don't like the depth on the right side. And it confuses me. The other guy's always the healthy scratch. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. I'll throw another name out there at you guys. Who um, might be? What about Ryan McLeod? How do we have so many guys? I know. It's weird <laughs> that there's a lot of candidates and a lot of answers for this question. Yeah, but. Ryan McLeod is somebody that's just kind of like, again, that's one of those ones where development isn't a straight line, right? Like, yep. if you had told me at this point that he'd have eight goals, seven assists for 15 points through 37, I would have been like, maybe that sounds okay. But, like, at the same point, I don't know if it is. This might sound weird to I say. Think, oh, sorry, Dan, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's actually a positive thing that we're all kind of, we're all skimming the surface of the question. Nobody is like pointing at one person and saying that if this player was much better, we would be much better. Cause I just don't think that's the case for anybody on this roster right now. So I think that it's fine that we're not, we're not all in agreement that one player can fix us all that we, you know, that this, this team and myself, Personally, and I think I'm right uh, because I looked at Fogel or Jesse as already kind of being out the door, one of the mm. two of them. I think out of all the guys we said, I think the one, if he was better, the Oilers would be in a better spot, would be Nurse. Just because yes. of the minutes he plays, everything, like, everything he does. But I also agree with everything Tyler said in the sense of like, he doesn't deserve the hate that he gets. He's actually been relatively fine this season. Like, But if he could take his game to that Donald Nurse level that we know is there, this team would be way better. But we I don't think to, he's not a he's not a he's we not just a have to play a team. better a better system in our yep. own end. Yeah. And when we do, those mistakes that we keep circling and, and zoning in on kind of uh kind of go away because they're playing as a five man unit as yep. opposed to five individuals. Well and the other thing too, like the Darnell Nurse thing annoys me because one, if you get that contract put in front of you, you're going to sign it. Everybody is there was no need to sign him at that point. He was on the back of a heater. So if you're going to get mad at Darnell nurse for signing that deal, it's really Ken Holland's fault. It's just the two, it's, it's the two um, bridge deals. And the first bridge deal, that was the way to do things back then. 
Like I know everyone's like, oh, you don't bridge. Well, no, that's the way we were doing it. PK did it. There was a bunch of guys back there that you did a one bridge and then you go to your big one. We did the one bridge and then we had that whole stupid COVID flat cap issue in there. And uh, they took a chance doing the second bridge and, and it kind of burnt us a bit. I want to hear from you, Owen Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I want to know specifically who you think needs to rebound down the stretch drive ahead of tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings. We'll get to that in a second. Um, 32 games left on the schedule. 32 games, Liam. Can you believe that? Nope. Well, you're going to have to. You're going to have to. Of course, uh, by the way, since there's a game tonight, Tyler, who's the guest on Oilers Nation after dark with Connor Halley tonight? Jay Downton will be making his Oilers oh. Nation After Dark debut, so we're uh, mixing in some fresh voices into there. Probably because it's an early game. He doesn't have to go to bed yet. That exactly. is true. Yeah, he goes to bed very, very yeah. early because he is, as we all know, very, very old. <laughs> uh, before we move on to the All-Star uh, game that Tyler was at in Florida, I want to give a shout-out to the folks at Cattail Crossing's Blades of Steel Pond Hockey Tournament. Blades of Steel 3-on-3 Pond Hockey Tournament is hosted by Cattail Crossing Golf and Winter Club and presented by the Sticks together foundation the tournament will run on february 18th and 19th it is an all ages tournament that they still got a little bit of room if you want to play you got to get your team in by the 14th that's valentine's day at sticks together foundation.com you could have a chance to play with an nhl alum you get there's ten thousand bucks in prizes that they're Whoa. giving away ten thousand in cash prizes just wow. one just one stack of ten grand just well. ten thousand loonies all in a bag in a pillowcase yep wowza i think it's probably a couple of pillowcases. Ten thousand loonies how much space would that take up not that like, much no, yeah, probably much, less right? than you think yeah roughly about ten thousand loonies worth of space like yeah. do you think yeah. ten thousand loonies would fit in a pillowcase no no, no it would burst <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the that's pillowcase not is on the ground and you just start pouring yeah that's what i'm saying yes. like you're filling out you know like when you fill up a bag with yes. leaves right you just have it on the ground yes mm -hmm. it would you think ten thousand would fit in there yes how big is no. a pillow who Body here pillow, has ten thousand dollars jay <laughs> can you get us ten thousand loonies for an experiment <laughs> last thing i want to mention about with this tournament tyler is that the winning team will also get to give a donation to the charity of their choice whoa which is a nice little add-in as well again sticks that's with an S sticks together foundation.com. If you want to register a team, you got to be in there by the 14th of February. So you got a week, mm. get on it, get on it. Uh, Tyler, you're at the, the all-star game in oh, Florida yesterday. If you want Tyler's full breakdown on the trip itself, including his travel days, go listen to the real life from yesterday. But I just want to talk about the actual events themselves. When you wrote about it at OethersNation.com, both the skills competition and the all-star game, the vibe I got from you was just meh. Super meh. Like, I don't know, like the fans weren't all that into it. Um, the building wasn't full. The skills competition took way, 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 way too long. Uh, the all-star game took way, way, way too long. The skills it was competition just could have been cut down by at least an hour. Oh, easily. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It was drawn out and boring and the players all had that too cool for school kind of mentality. I think in both games, you know, maybe in the three on three things started to get a little bit more intense, but it was just like, ugh. this comes down to the players. Like if you guys watch the pro bowl at all, you watched all the, their skills or whatever the hell the, the little things they did, those guys, they put in some effort, but when you see like Kachuk do his little breakaway thing, like that's not fun to watch, man. That's just, I don't know. It's horrendous. Dumb. Yeah, I think they could do a better job of it. Like, I 
I would be done with the fastest skater. The players aren't going their fastest. Straight line, I want to see. Yeah, yeah he, sure. The, yeah, the rink is just not big enough to hit the max speed anymore. Yeah, so like, again, I don't want to see fastest skater. Give me like... Especially m- after like Makari shit. Yeah. Give me like more relays between the two sides with something yeah, on the line. Happened, like the, the yeah. relay where you skate. Like, I mean, I watched a little bit of the, the AHL one. He started at one, one uh, goal line. He whipped down to the other one, pick up a puck, come through with a bunch of whatever. And, you know, like, where was that stuff? Yeah, I think that's way cooler than like fastest skater. The breakaway challenge thing with the goalies was like kind of cool. But then the players didn't care on the three on O. And also like, what do you want them to do? Embarrass a goalie like they probably easily could on a three on O. goalie's not going to try either. Why would you want to yeah. go post to post and blow up your groin over this? Like, So if you're going to do that. So I think the league has to, to design the events better, but they also need a better buy in from the players. Thousand percent. If you're going to do a breakaway thing like that, what I was thinking of is why not bring in like, I don't know a young junior goalie or somebody who's actually going to try bring in your e-bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Let the e-bugs out there. Matt Berlin would have stoned everybody. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. The wall. hundred percent. I just, I think that, in the I think that there was a point where the league and I can't point to the exact moment, but there was a point where the league took the super skills competition and the all-star game and just kind of mashed them together. And they just, they try to make them both the same vibe. And I grew up with a super skills competition as like, almost like watching an Olympic decathlon event. And you were just, you know, you're watching to see if the East or the West would win the game. And then that was the end of the super skills competition. Now it's this pro it's, they take so much time to profile the players, which I get, but just maybe not the place to do it in. Yeah. I don't know. I think the difference though, is there your age. Yeah, maybe. Oh, for sure. That's that. Yes, I agree. But at the same time, why isn't the skills competition for my age? And then the all-star game can be for the kids. Because Make the, the all-star game. The Nickelodeon watch if you watch Twitter at all, everyone's TVs was stuck on this thing and they hated having to be forced to watch it. <laughs> like just for the record, everybody, you can just turn yeah. something else on. The only time no, I, I watched any of it, to be honest, is I went out for a nice dinner, had a glass of wine, some delicious pasta. It was just on the background. Well, I flicked and it if on, you're I a con- it. You have to realize what you're watching, though. Like it's not going to be this big competition. It's more, you know, in jest. It's more for fun. But watching everybody complain about it, it's just, it's it's silly. It's stupid. It's not Tyler, you were at two years in a row. Like, was it worse this year than last year? Vegas was better. Like, and I think Vegas went quicker. Like, the thing that drove me nuts from a logistical standpoint, too, is like, they would do an event and then they'd pause. And they'd have like a five, six minute pause. And then they would start setting up the next event, kind of. And it was like, could we, like, if you're doing accuracy shooting, just do it on one side of the ice. And on the other side, be getting ready for the next event. And yes. then, like, like let's it move going. it a little quicker. You and had those pre-taped events, but they would, like, run those and then have a five-minute break until the next one. It's like, no, like, quick, let's go. Let's make this action-packed and exciting. But you could have, like, a little stage off to the side and have, like, a musical act while you're trying to do something, right? Yeah, so if you're sure. going to change something, you've got to, like, tear this down, put this, this up. Cool, do that. But give, give everybody something to watch. Also, I was at Jubilations on the weekend. Yeah. And kind of what you're saying, once they were changing the setup or getting set for the next whatever, they had something going on over here that you could watch. You can't have downtime. You have to yeah. keep yeah. the the in, the uh, you have to keep everyone's entertainment going. I have a that's question. literally what those that's what those video segments should be. But yeah. you don't get to see yeah. the video segments that the, like they're good for TV. Yeah. But if you're at the game, it's different. If you're there, it's you're not going to see those. Who organizes the event? Is it the NHL or is it the host city? I think it's a. I had that question too. Probably the NHL and well, I would assume they have a lot of input. Like both parties, probably. I'm just my idea around it is 
Vegas obviously knows how to put on a show. That's what the city's built yeah, But it's Vegas. Everyone's but, got Vegas in their blood already. So that's exactly. almost not fair. But I'm just saying, like, Miami, where it was, right? Like, they, you could see, like, in that first game, or was it Pacific versus Central? Like, there's probably more people in this room than there was in the rink. It looked half empty. Like, there was nobody there. Like, I don't know. It just seems just seems strange. I, I can't see a scenario where the NHL get comes away from that event. And when they do the meetings, I think, damn, that was... That was some good stuff. I get it. Great I get it. It's nice weather. I get it. It's the place to be. But what are they? What are the, what's their capacity, anyways? It's, it's a big ring. It's uh, a big yeah. ring. But what, yeah. what, what do they have people come and watch a game, anyways? Like they're not. Yeah. They're not filling it out. You just nope. stick it in markets that actually care. Yes, but then you're gonna have less player participation. But maybe that's fine. Maybe like yeah, right. Maybe having Crosby and Ovechkin there doesn't actually matter if you throw in a couple of young guys who care I mean, more, and the event's they're better. Gonna, they're going like to be Trevor there if Zavers. it's in Edmonton or Toronto or something. No, nah. they're going to come up with an injury. Yeah, Ovi just did it. What was that one? Wasn't I in Columbus? What yeah, and he I like Ovi'd been suspended a bunch of times. Remember Datsuk used to get suspended because he wouldn't want to go, and like Crosby just gets hurt. But like, fine then. Yeah, that's fine. At least you'll have players that want to be there. there. Yeah, that's a good counterpoint. I just think it's dumb. Like I don't know. I I agree with Dan in the sense of it should be for everyone. I get it. Kids probably enjoy it more than I will. My biggest complaint was the offside. I cannot believe that even happened in the game. A review. That is unbelievable. Should've, and my second biggest complaint: no Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Sure. Thank they you. Would have won. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think I think Gary Bettman had the same poll that he where he found that digital ads were good. I think he found that like offside reviews are good. Mm-hmm. So he thought I'm just going to put a bunch of offside reviews in the middle of the All Star game. Yeah, people are All Star Just like despite just uh, the numbers that come out, the viewership of the NHL is excellent. Yeah, ratings are down. Ah, no, 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 no. Viewership's <laughs> up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Gary Bevan's the best with that, isn't he? He's just like the sky's blue. But, nah, so, green. but, somebody, but somebody brought up like you can watch it like illegal streams. How many people in this office watch on illegal streams? Not me. I always pay Not for me. everything that I have. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I'm just, you know those don't count for everything, right? Those don't count towards the numbers. They also don't help you get advertising dollars, so they shouldn't count. Here's what I would do. Here's what I would how I would fix it. One Friday night draft. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because as you're going on here, Nick Alberga had something over at TLN this morning, theleafsnation.com, about how rumblings that there's players who just want to bring back the draft. I know a lot of fans would like to bring back the draft. It was fun. I liked it. It there's so what did they did two? Two. First one we got the uh, Phil Phil Kessel Kessel going last, and the second one we had Avechkin. He was lobbying lobbying for the call. Those are two of my favorite NHL All-Star memories. <laughs> yes. And they had nothing to do with what happened on the ice. And also, can, can we just get rid of this one player per team thing? Yeah. Like, I get it. But I like let me see the best players. We didn't even do it. Well, they yeah, tried. Yeah, they they tried. It's just once injuries kick, once injuries kick in, then it then it kind of goes away. But they'd have they're elected at least in the first place. But then once the injuries happen, they don't even go by their own rules. They just say, well. Chandler Stevenson deserves to be an all-star over anybody else in Seattle. Well, I, so yeah, if that's I don't, the I don't case, get why they then why did Matty Beniers even get elected to go? Because you're right. Because he's fucking stupid. It also doesn't make sense how Chandler Stevenson goes over two of the Oilers who are on exactly. pace for 100 points. And it there's probably like, other players out there just for the record. Yeah. We, just, we, don't know, we don't know what the conversations that happen around like people's vacations and around that time either. So there's that. I don't buy that. Either. You know what? I'd like, rather just cancel the All Star game and let me see the players' vacations. 
Yeah. Did yes. you know Tyson Perry was on the same trip as Dylan Holloway? Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> I had no idea. You, I didn't That's know. That's amazing Ryan, to you? Because it was just like- Did you see who I, else was there? Yeah. I saw there was like six of them, right? Or seven. Murray was and there. And Jack Campbell was there. Campbell was but there. they just literally went off in How two separate groups. <laughs> well, he's not lifting the plane. Cushy, you know? Extra cushy. Extra cushy seat. He's in business class. He just re- yeah. leans right yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. What a waste of time. Real quick before we move on, because we got a game to talk about. One quick idea to fix the All-Star Weekend, Liam. Draft. Player buy-in. If the players yeah. put in the effort, we wouldn't be talking about this today. How would you do that? Could you do just something like it? I'm just spitballing. This is their fucking product. You guys got to take this fucking shit seriously. Look at the NFL. They, they're, they're seven on seven mini games. Those guys were actually trying. Like so, it's not to an ex- extreme extent, but it was a hell of a lot more than you see in the. Uh, could you the do NHL. something like in baseball where the winning team gets something? Compared oh, I don't to like that. Oh, no, rule. you don't do that. I don't like that. That's rule. a slippery slope. I yeah. don't know Why? how you players do would it. try more. No, you'd have some players who'd be like wanting to, but like. Some players just some players trying is better than none players. You need to get them all to buy in. Like, listen, you guys are all a part of this product. You guys need to come out here and do this. This is great for business. It brings up revenue. That brings up your guys' salaries. It needs to come from the players themselves. The rest of the bullshit would be fine if the players actually put in the effort. That's 100% it. Sorry. Do you think it needs to be more buy-in in in the game or the skills comp? Both. Both in I, the whole weekend. I think they're, they're to We're showcase the All Star game. Tyler, one thing. to showcase the league. We care more about it than the NHL does. I bet you this conversation the has lasted. NHL or the players? All of Both. it. I bet you this conversation has lasted more than any pre All Star weekend. That's why I'm going to turn all your mics off unless you give me one way to fix it. I think it's the NHL, but the players don't care. It's the players you need to get a buy in. Sure. Make the events quicker. There's my answer. Dan? Announce the all-star game two years in advance so that the next year's all-star team can like the executive can come and watch the previous year's all-star game Toronto. and learn from their mistakes. It's in Toronto next year. They've known it's in Toronto for like four months. Yeah. Uh, me pros versus Joe style. I want some regular people in there. Sure. Yep. Make it weird. Hilarious. All right, we're going to move on. <sighs> Thank you. Oilers play the Detroit Red Wings tonight. Actual hockey to talk about after 10 days off. Yeah. Almost two weeks. Too off. many. So either way, what are you expecting from this game tonight? Because, you know, the boys vacation on both sides. So I'm expecting a little bit of a sloppy hockey game tonight, despite this being one that I think the Oilers should win anyway. Yeah, like I could see, you know, the passes are a little bit off. Maybe your skills aren't as sharp. But what I'll say from an Oilers perspective is it's it's unacceptable to come out and not have the effort be there, right? Like you can control that. You can control how hard you're skating, how hard you're hitting, getting pucks deep, not making dumb mental mistakes. Like you can control that. You know, maybe your hands aren't up to snuff or whatever. That's fine, but you can make up for that. You can't get out efforted tonight. Well, that's just one thing. Cause like, again, both teams are in the same boat. They all went out to wherever the fuck they went, probably stinking like booze in their first pa- uh, allegedly in my allegedly in my opinion stinking like booze not allegedly Patrick in your opinion we watched three of them shotgun a twisted tea on instagram live allegedly in our opinion three day, five days before listen after last night's game between the rangers and the flames i expect i expect the Oilers to come out and play 100 absolutely truba absolutely demolished cadre <laughs> like after that game their Oilers, Red Wings, no other team in the league has anything to even say. Like, look what these two teams did. They don't play in the same conference, yeah. division, or nothing. They haven't played each other this year. And they came out and, and put up one of the best games you've seen all year, just in terms of the physicality and whatnot. I fun. expect the Oilers to come out and play this game like game one of the playoffs. Liam? I agree with Rick. Thank you. Dan? <laughs> 
<laughs> What's the question? Sorry. What do the others need to do to make sure that? Uh, oh, yeah. Like the the start of the. I just feel like the first period we're going to be betting the comeback here after the first period, and I think that the Oilers will do it. But I just think that this team, the way that it's done it for this whole season, you know, except for this last seven, seven, six, seven game stretch, has been slow starts. I just want to see. I just want to see them play. Like it's like Tyler said, the execution may be a little sloppier yeah. than maybe we would hope for after a ten day break of just you know boozing. They've been on the ice for three days. I There's just no want the effort for this. But it, like practicing in the same as playing. Yeah, but it's the, the the your crisp passes and whatnot. They've been on the ice since Sunday. But it's still not the same as playing. Like no, but you've they got need no excuse game. for rust. Oh, they're going to be rusty for sure. Both teams are going to be rusty, though. Yeah, I think you that's a good but point. But there was no rust in that Flames-Ranger game last night. They don't have an excuse uh, for this. They just watch two teams go at it and like try and take each other's heads off. That's fine, but that they really has to nothing to do with what just, the like, do. They can't even... They have to look in the mirror and go, yeah, I need... We, we can't play like This is what they expect. For me, I, they can't play cute tonight because I'm expecting them to be rusty. I like that. Play simple. North-South. Get pucks on net. Crash the win crease. The, win the game. Go out and win your game. That's play what you got to do. Just go out and play your game. You'll be fine. Liam? Yeah, I think... I, I, I think they'll be fine. Like, I don't really think this is a big deal at all. No. I think they were playing with a lot of confidence before the break. A lot of them probably skated in some way before even coming back, I would assume. Maybe a day or something. And then just ish, okay? Really. And then, I don't know. I just... They'll be fine. They're the Edmonton Oilers. They're one six of the last seven... Eight-game point streak. Eight-game eight point streak. Make it nine tonight. And Seven then make one. it 10 later in the week, then 11, then 12, and keep this thing rolling because this is an easy-ass road trip. Well, let's look at the week ahead. We got Detroit tonight, first game back. We got Philly on Thursday. Uh, Philly's starting to turn around a little bit, but still ultimately terrible. If you missed it, John Tortorella wrote a letter to the fan base saying, we suck, we know we suck, sorry. Ottawa and Montreal, two back-to-back matinees, 10.30 a.m. mountain starts Classic. on Saturday terrible. and Sunday. I would just rather they didn't play on Super Bowl Sunday. I know it's early. It's out of the way. The game. I was just. I think it's a good little uh, wheel greaser for Super Bowl. A couple Bud Light <laughs> sodies in the morning. Or you early. win that game well, against yourself, Montreal. Even the players. Or you uh, win <laughs> the game against Montreal on Sunday morning. And then you'd be like, all right, now you go off party mode for the whatever Super Bowl plans they've got. Yeah. Right. I like it. Think positively. So we got four games this week. What what are you expecting? What's acceptable to you, Tyler? Three and one. Three and one. Three and one. Three and one. You're gonna lose one. Screw it. Whatever. We'll be pissed off in the moment. Three and one. Rick. At least six points. Liam. I think no win awful. I like that. Dan. So you wouldn't be pissed with two zero and two. Two zero and two. That'd be six uh, points. It's six points out of eight. It'd be frustrating, yes. But they'd say at the end of the day, you got six points yeah. out of eight, okay. and you'd have to like kind of be cool. okay with it. Dan. Yeah, I could see six points, maybe five. I wouldn't be happy with it, but I think that's where I would say it is. I think the Oilers have a real opportunity to win all four. Me too. But six points has to be bare minimum here because division's in sight. What is, what's the standings at? Did you guys talk oh, about this it's on Oilers? Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. My hot what take yesterday on real life was that by next Monday, I think the Oilers could realistically be tied for the top spot in the division. Right now, they are two back of Vegas with a game in hand. Boom, win your game in hand, you're good. Then you are three back of LA with three games in hand. Oh boy, there's a chance. And then you are three back of Seattle, but they have a game in hand on you. But Seattle's schedule is like... They're also fake news. 
yeah, Seattle's also fake news. They're going to fall off and lose eight in a row at some point. Just wait for it. But their schedule is also like pretty difficult coming out of this break here. Like they're going to go the Islanders tonight in New York. They're on the road for these, by the way. They go Islanders, Devils, Rangers, Flyers, Jets, their next five on the road. That's a tough run. I know they've been a good road team, but that's a tough run. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, man, the, the Oilers have, I, I have said it all season long, that first place in the division is what they need to be looking at and what they're striving for, and right I don't there. see anything, anything less from them. It is right there. Since the Oilers do play tonight, we like to manifest wins around here for our friends at Betway. We're going to talk a little betting. So, Liam, I'm going to throw these out at you. This is what I've got for tonight. This is my personal bets for the evening. My player prop, Zach Hyman, over three and a half shots at plus 115. It's nice. Thoughts? Nice. Tyler? I, I'm in on that. I have money on that already. This one I like. Over one and a half total power play goals at plus 110. In general? Juicy. Yep. Oof. Sounds Team, good. That's game total. Risky business, the bet of the day. My boy Ryan Nugent Hopkins to score a goal and an assist is a, ju- a very juicy plus 350. Uh oh. I got a juicier one. What do you got? McDavid, two or more goals plus 400. Ooh. Sign me up. Tyler, what do you got? Oilers on the puck line, straight up. Just get it. Just get it. Plus 130, puck line. Boom. Easy. Counter money. Anybody else have any bets they want to talk about for our friends at Betway? I can see the Connor one going off there because I think he's got uh, 5 0 in his sights right now. What is he at now? 42? Yeah. 41. 41. And here, wait, here's a little game we could play. Let's play a game. I like games. I, have I a love question. games. How did the Anaheim back last okay. night, Tyler? Uh, not good. The Ducks lost in a shootout. Adam at plus 300. Right there. Right I, there. I took the under. Classic Liam. Uh, <laughs> Connor McDavid is at 92 points right now. What game coming up does he get? To number one hundred. Hang on, let me do some math here. So he's got ninety-two points. He needs. uh, He's got eight more to go. He's going to get to one hundred, so he needs eight points here. So we got four games this week against four terrible teams. Montreal. Yeah, the fourth game. Yep. What period against Montreal? First. Okay, so Rick says first period versus MTL. Uh, Bagnok says second period versus MTL. Yep. Dan, what you got? Uh, I am going to say. I'll say Ottawa. What period? Third period Ottawa. Oh, I'm going third period Ottawa too. That was mine. I already wrote it down, so I'm not changing it. Dan and I riding together. I'm going second period Ottawa. Wow. Whoa, Liam. (laughs) Yep. First period Detroit. (laughs) Let's go. Eight points tonight. Who do they play on Thursday again? Philly. Philly. Then they play Ottawa on Saturday. Ottawa is Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Montreal, 10.30 a.m. on Sunday. So he needs eight more. Yes. Hang he'll on. Get three Hang on. Tonight. 100 points. Right. He's got 92 currently. That's eight. Yep. And he'll need five more. Then he'll get th- two against Philly. Then he'll need three more. Then he'll get three against Ottawa by the 17 minute mark of the <laughs> second period. Wow. I'm not writing that down, but good for you. <laughs> so if, someone, uh, someone we've got a listener that. that wants to keep track of where Liam said 17 minutes of the second period. And tweet Liam the moment that. Time hits. Yep. And it'll be on a he'll score it. He'll score his one hundredth point. It'll Wrist be shot, backdoor tap in, breakaway. Hey, what are you talking here? Mm, he'll dangle through two guys and put him. I cannot wait to play this clip back next to when he actually scores the point. <laughs> it feels like I'm, I would never bet against Connor. <laughs> yep. So 
I can see it happening. When it's something that's just way different, <laughs> we should play like the goal McDavid does it on yes. or the goal Amazon. Liam saying that with the curvier enthusiasm music going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't need to because it's, that's when it's happening. <laughs> just well, saw it. I'm like, that's so raven. I All will right. be happy to be wrong then. This podcast would go viral. We already did. Yeah. I just had Liam. someone tweet me a Chris Butty. King Jong Sick. Tyler, do you feel like you missed out on the crisp abutties on Friday? Because you did. It was on that you table right there that it I would made be it. very news, easy Tyler, for me to make new myself. Friday so. tradition. Check, there might be a dollop of margin still on that table. <laughs> look, what is right there? A piece of potato chip. You guys couldn't oh. even fucking clean up. Well, you tried. There's knives over here. You just leave knives on the floor. They're yeah, disposable but they're for the next people. You can still do some damage. With they're biodegradable, guys. Tyler. They'll degrade after a while. Mm-hmm. Into what? The carpet? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to sharpen this one up just in case you're naughty. You know what I mean? Almost there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a crisp butty last night, actually. Nuts. What'd you put on it? Oh, great. Salted, rippled. Uh, you brought out the f- choice, I guess. You would? brought out the fine china for that one, too, didn't you? Well, it was just the plates I have, Rick. Wow. Wow. Always fancy at the you castle. Brought room. in your own plates? No, no. This yeah, is, he showed home? a picture from him at home. <laughs> oh, home. You brought. <laughs> I want to hear from you if you're listening to this again. Owen Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up. What game do you think Connor McDavid gets 200 points? Half of us say Montreal. Then there's some Ottawa in there. I don't remember what everybody's answers are. There's three Ottawa's, two Montreal's. All right. Liam's right. oddly specific. Ottawa. Yeah. All right. Yes. We'll be back after this, everybody. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm not convinced these ads ads even work. I put one on the other day. It went somewhere else. Knowing well, the fact that we did this whole podcast. Are you doing it on, right or wrong? I did it right. I listened back and then the ad came somewhere else. So it was just like, we'll be back after this break. And then it was like, all right, here we are with the Chris Buddies. <laughs> we sat here on no Friday and thought we had a perfect episode. Yeah. Oh. And then yeah, what happened? Wow. Well, it was a close call. on. Yeah. Take Friday. us behind the scenes, Liam. Behind the scenes. 
bag milk. Kennedy and I uh, sat in the on the the boardroom, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. What do they call that? The, the boardroom. The boardroom. No, the the. War room, the war, war room. room. Mm. That's yeah. when we're making trades. Yep. Yes, that'll be on uh, trade UFA deadline day. day. Yeah, war room. So we're sat in there, and then Kennedy's. So Kennedy recorded the stuff on her laptop. It looked all good, and she sent me the recording, and I listened, and I could hear Kennedy clear as day. <laughs> and then the rest of us started talking, and it sounded like we were sat at the bottom of a well. Wow, and Bag Milk just looked up from his laptop at me and kind of smiled, and I thought. Ah oh, shit! This is it's not good. No, Luckily, not great. we recorded on two devices, so the second recording, the video worked great. So all is good. You all heard the episode. You all heard about the Chris Butties. And we I got there. And I don't know. Did we talk about anything else? I feel like that was a full hour. That was most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, just we brought up the trade deadline. What is the early? I know we've got some time here, but what's the early plans of Daily Face Off this year? I think we're going to do another marathon style show that day. I'm going to be sitting right in this chair where I am right now. We're going to have Frank Cervalli dropping all the hot insider info he gets and our esteemed panel of experts. What about us? It happens to be on a Friday. As I just quickly looked, we also do a podcast on a Friday from this exact room. What time does it? end we'll do them both at the same time clock our time i believe right (laughs) yeah so what we'll do is we'll wrap up dfo or i'll wrap up dfo and then once the deadline is done you can look forward to an oilers nation radio at some point that afternoon yeah or we just record without you in the other studio yeah sure yeah you could do that too while the but then you'd be doing it while the deadline's going on what if something crazy happens whilst we're recording we'll be live we'll go live on instagram or something emergencies wow That'd be old school nation. We used to do that before your time, Liam. Yeah, I was. A you man. know what's also fun? What? There's an Oiler game that day. Oh, that what? sucks. That sucks. Who do they play? I to get at least another uh, one or two more podcasts in that day. Ooh, I have on doing man. all this work that day. I think what I'll do is so we'll do the DFO show. We'll be live for whatever four or five hours, like we did last year on the Daily Face. Are we doing YouTube. a Frank Cam again? Yeah, I think we'll do a Frank Cam. Subscribe to the DFO YouTube if you're listening to this, by the way. The numbers don't jive. Do me a solid. <laughs> Subscribe to DFO on YouTube. Um, and then once we're done that, we'll record ONR. Boom. Throw <laughs> that up for the people. And then maybe what I'll do is Oilers Nation every day in like the hour leading up to the game that evening. So like a special ON every day. You're going to be pretty tired. Holy smokes. You think? You're Are you a tired going to the little camper. I'll go home and do it, yeah. You so get I- a Bud Light Sodi though, maybe. Mm. <laughs> natural cola flavor not available in canada i don't think the other three are now natural so. oh yeah where where's play? that at tyler Winnipeg. you'll have to tell me afterwards uh just go liquorconnect.com and look up oh. bud light soda dan and you can find them hell yeah except the natural cola yeah the natural yeah. cola yeah it's only cherry around. cola grows on the trees mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i have a question yes yeah, this sure, is buddy. interesting so firstly when would we be recording on every day one thirty ish oh you do kind Three-ish. of like an actual pregame show. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. It's so, a long day for you, too, as yeah, my producer. I'm part of this. Okay. So question two. Does this likely mean the Oilers trying to get most of their business done before that day no. rather than being short a couple of forwards in Winnipeg? Is it in Winnipeg or Edmonton? Wherever it is. And my, my point is, do you really want to be pushing it right to the last minute when you're trying to bring in, like, if you're making like a biggest trade and then you lose two or three guys? We you're almost putting a game away, right? We you're almost aren't, sacrificing. We them. aren't making a bigger trade like that, so I don't think it's an issue for us. But what would be, you don't think we'll make a big trade? 
I think Jonathan Taves, I think they've already got the jersey done. If it's not, it'll be 25% but off. But what I'm saying. After deadline. <laughs> you can buy it in, buy it in July. Um, but even with even with those, tr- I, just, I don't see a lot of guys on our on our current roster leaving the roster. I would love to know who got in trouble for that because you know someone did. Somebody oh, yeah. did. It's like, it? Who bought the Carson Susie jersey anyway? The stall. There was a, yeah, there was a stall. Justin Braun. Yep. Oh, there was a, there was a fourth one. Too. I, I got them all. <laughs> somebody better have lost their job over that yeah somebody got a real a, a wrist slap at the very least what a silly thing to do but also fantastic at the same time but to answer your question though I don't think that the players are likely on the move like if they trade Pooley as an example sorry mm-hmm. Rick mm-hmm. I think they'll just have like they'll go 11 and 7 and they'll just have like James Hamblin play 3 minutes or something I guess that's probably what they'll do isn't it like or you can just so put Fogel in the lineup because usually he's not I don't know he'll be playing <laughs> yeah. for Columbus say, then both he's playing gone. for Columbus Fogel yeah Oh, we have a trade already. Tyler, what's the trade? trade done. Press the button. Mm. Okay, so it's actually not a trade, um, <laughs> but it, it's Fogel for Nyquist. Write it down. Is it Gustav Nyquist not hurt? Yep, yeah. hurt for the rest of the regular season. Oh, so we're going to Kucherov. We're going to Kucherov him. And At then that use, rate, you don't need to get rid of Pugliarvi now. No, but you get rid of Fogel in the deal, and then you can use Fogel's cap it to acquire a D-man, have Nyquist as a forward pickup come playoff time, Save money. Maybe you don't have to get rid of Pooley then. I'm down with this. But you still get rid of Pooley RV. So with this, this was, this was my question on Owen every day as well. Maybe someone has the answer. The Oilers, I think, would have to have Nyquist on that active roster then to put him down to the LTIR. So they would therefore have to have all that money available to them. I guess uh, you can probably, put, you can probably paper some, transaction some dudes down. Yeah, they would have to retain. Broberg, I was McLeod. just wondering if they like this could happen like sooner rather than later, because then you have the you're able to keep Yamamoto on the LTIR, make the trade, you trade Fogel, whatever. The money would probably work, I would assume, if you move down like a Shore or whoever's on the roster, and then you put Nyquist down. So I, I guess my question was: Is like, do you think Tyler, this is something that happens within the next few days, or is this something that's going to happen towards close to the deadline? We've got less than a month till the deadline, Tyler. What, what's the date on it? I don't even third, I don't know. March March thirty fourth. Yeah, March third. Uh, Sorry. So Gustav Nyquist is hurt, and we're, we're going to trade for him. Yes, he'll Can be back in the playoffs. He could be potentially. Oh, he, he's possibly hurt. I get it. No, he no, is he's hurt. Po- he's possibly oh. ready for the playoffs. Yeah. What? Wait. So how can you trade for an injured player? Can you trade for an injured player? Of course you can. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not do it? Of course you can. Shea Weber got traded. Yes. There's not ah, fair enough. No. There's like 14 guys with like career ending injuries that keep getting moved. Yeah. I guess it just feels morally wrong. Nathan Horton, I think, got traded twice. (laughs) Didn't David Clarkson get traded? Yes. He he almost ended up here. Yep. Oh, he could have been something. (laughs) There's still time. (laughs) Overpaid. There's still time. Is he still playing? I know he's not still playing, but is he still getting paid? Probably. No, at this rate, probably not. What about uh, Rick DiPietro? He's yeah, but he he's is. not. He's not LTIR. He he was a compliance bio. Yeah, mm. or a complimentary bio, whatever the fuck. What's the uh, baseball player called? That Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Oh, uh, Bobby Bonilla goes into the 2030s. To answer the question, David Clarkson's contract expired in 2020. Yeah, I'm I'm well up to date on the NHL. Yeah. Okay. Anything else for today or <laughs> word association? Well, we've Let's got go. a huge right. segment coming up. Chris Booties? True. Every, every episode, we walk into this studio and you guys go, word association. And I go, can we please not do it? And no. you guys say, no. It's People your signature segment. 
Yeah. Even when you were gone to Florida, we still maintained. I did it. This is like TSN with the monkey picking the... I didn't uh, miss a Tuesday pod. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, you, you guys did. still did it? Yeah, yep. of course we did. Alex, <laughs> signature segment. New Tyler did it. Yeah, yeah. He also brought chair. us treats that day, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I brought Do you have Yorkie. a chocolate bar inside your inside your pocket there? I offered you raspberries when I was eating Moldy raspberries? Mm-hmm. No, I said, is that mold? And, and Rick said, said no. No, it's not mold. Is that mold? <laughs> That's everybody's favorite game. Is that mold? <laughs> They I were good raspberries. Every time I open my fridge. Next time we play, go into a bye week, we're going to play that game. Is that mold? <laughs> That's the new feature game on the podcast. I'm in. I, this is just a travel story. I bought a Snickers when I was leaving Edmonton at two o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday because I knew my layover was tight. And I was like, oh, if I want a snack later, I want the Snickers in my bag. Then, I, then I just forgot about it. Mm. And then when I got back, I looked at my bag. I'm like, oh, I still have it. And I ate it yesterday. That Snickers went to a lot of different spots. International travel. Well-traveled Snickers bar. That's a, that's a lucky Snickers bar. Yep. How much was it? I showed it the world. Probably like four bucks. Should was it still intact? Instead? Or was it all yeah, smashed up? Show. Yeah. Eat the protein. Airport beef jerky. $80 for a bag. Oh, you got <laughs> in the grocery store beef jerky on the way. It was like one time I, I forgot my headphones and I was going to buy some new ones at the... You no. actually saved me. You had spare headphones oh, yeah. when we went to LA and I was looking at just like normal standard headphones Ooh. at the airport and it was like, nah. $45. I was a mortgage in, um, Hinton over the weekend. Well, I was in Jasper. I stopped in Hinton. A Fiji water, a tall Fiji water, four bucks. Mm. As opposed to what were you paying in the hotel room? Eighteen fifty American. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed. It was really tickled tickled me. Shout out to that lady that cleared those charges. Yeah, thank you for not charging me for something I didn't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you did unplug the. The, the thing. Yeah, I, I'm lucky it wasn't. Maybe it was six Fiji water. Jesus Christ. The Philadelphia Flyers are giving, They're not out of the playoff race, like, technically. And the Philadelphia Flyers sent a memo to their season ticket holders saying the April games are on us. You're all getting refunds. They already know how terrible the end of the season is. What? what? Well, who's on, who's, on, who's on Philly right now that's uh, that could add to our team? Like. <laughs> They only lost 2-1 last night. They're only um, six points out of a playoff spot. Dude, they're just punting already, hey? It's fact, we're done. Could you imagine, though, they're giving... How many games they play in, in April? Three. So they will take the money you paid for your three April games, and they will throw it as a credit for next year's ticket. So I guess they're trying to incentivize you to come back next year, even though I'd next be like, year's Keep it and throw it in the UFA, please. Yeah, go sign someone. Well, I'll just take my money back. How's they, that? They play the Sabres... The Bruins and the Blue Jackets at home in April. <laughs> what a treat. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oilers never did that for us when we were... 32 games left. Who's your early pick to get Bedard, Liam? Um, Montreal. Rick? Uh, I honestly, I really don't care, but I could see like Arizona. Yeah, Dan. Arizona's finally going to get their guy. I'm with Rick. Dan, who you got? Early Bedard watch. Well, hey, they're teeing up for it, so I'm going to give it to Philadelphia. Over at dailyfaceoff.com, uh, Stephen Ellis updates the Bedard Watch tab on the on, on just the menu bar. So currently, right now, as of this morning, games played last night, February 6th, the Columbus Blue Jackets have the best odds at getting Bedard at 25.5%. The Blackhawks next, the Anaheim Ducks, and then the Arizona Coyotes are in fourth at 9.5%. I would... Like my prediction at the start of the season to come true, where I said Vancouver would get Bedard, which was just a joke, and they eventually just turned into the joke themselves. I'd so. rather them not get Bedard. 
so that this whole season was for naught. True. Now there's a Jim Rutherford supposedly leaving or wants to leave, right? For I don't know if I'm buying that. But. Dale Talon. Taxes too high over there, probably. Taxes too high everywhere, if you ask me. What is the rumor, Liam? I missed this. That uh, Jim Rutherford supposedly wants out of Vancouver. He so he's basically who said that it was a Vancouver report. Um, I know. Was it quads? Was it quads? No, it wasn't quads. Then I don't believe it. <laughs> Rick Dollywall said about Dale Talon. I can't remember who said about Jim Rutherford, but there was a tweet last night, and Zach quote tweeted it, and that's how I saw it. I'm pretty but sure it, if he wants out, he can just like leave. But. Oh, yeah, I like that I mean, the idea of him setting the place on fire and be like, I gotta go. Isn't it already up in flames? Mm-hmm. Place is an absolute disaster. It has been for mm-hmm. years. True. Mm-hmm. It's funny, everyone makes fun of the Oilers for being an absolute disaster, but no one ever no one ever wants to look south or a little Dude. by the ocean there. No, the Vancouver. Canucks have been called a disaster there fair. Those share. guys those yeah, guys down south have been pumped up by everybody every preseason picks by the pundits and whatnot and they haven't done a damn thing but they're untouchable nobody can say anything bad about Just speaking them. some general nhl stuff since we're talking the bo horvat contract i don't know if i've ever heard a gm <laughs> immediately after signing a contract say that it's too long and for too much money which is what lou lamorello said <laughs> in the moments following the announcement yeah that's just the lou way though lou. he they also asked him that the question was like oh you didn't put the aav in the press release can we know and lou was like no it's like, what are you even doing, man? The like, weird thing was that there was no um, signing bonus at all. Yeah, so it, it's buyoutable, I guess. Um, so sure. That's I, huge that's smoke, an, though, for Horvat. That's an awful deal for the Islanders. All well, of it well, just I, sucks. You know what it made me think, though, is like if Horvat's getting eight by eight or eight and a half by eight, whatever it was. Eight and a half. Leon's contract is going to be absurd. Leon's no. getting like, if he wants it, but 15 million bucks. It can't here. be that bad because don't, don't look at Horvat. McKinnon already signed his. Yeah, and the cap will go up by exactly. from McKinnon to Drysdale. The cap's going to go up. Could go up fifteen million. Who knows? Drysdale's getting fifteen himself. I think he takes less to hang out with his buddy. I they think are so besties. Too. I don't think he takes less, but I think he stays. I think they both stay. I think they one. both take slightly less than they could get. You've seen stay. it in Pittsburgh with those two guys because yep. the you Oilers can what, offer the eighth year. You yeah, saw what uh, what Marchant said about Boston. What did, what did he say? He said they all took they they all took lesser amounts to uh, to keep that team together to try and keep winning. I, think I wonder what Pasternak's going to get because he's going to get some huge smoke. Going to get smoke. It's going to be up to him. Yeah, going to go to the Kraken. Hmm. No, he'll stay in Boston. It's interesting. Could you imagine know. going from that team they have right now in Boston and be like, I want to go in Seattle? See, yeah. some guys are going to say, you know, it's not. And I I know it's absolutely ridiculous for us to say this, but it's not worth the extra three million dollars to go to you know. After taxes, it's more like you know one point eight million. And then you got to move. Money, you know, that's a hassle. Who wants to do that? I think pack it, shit. it'll be very interesting when Drysaddle and McDavid sign contra- if they sign contracts in Edmonton, which I think they will. Is like, how badly do you want it? Like how bad if they haven't won at that point? Like they will. how how much? I think they would have as well. How much of a discount are they going to give the Oilers? Like, what if they're both like, what's McDavid make right now? 12 and a half? Yeah. What's his what percentage, if both like, What's we, his percentage? That's what I want to know. Because I think I they're going to be looking at percentage-wise as opposed to dollar amounts. What if McDavid and Drysdale just both just go, you know what? One year, one mil. <laughs> Let's just see. Kenny, just do the a little something. The old Salani contract? Yeah, or was it Paul Korea? I forget which one it is. I would lo- that's why the NHL needs a franchise player. Yeah, I love that idea, but it won't happen. Right, if you they both sit down, okay, give us 
twenty percent of the of the cap. You know, it's eleven for him, nine for me, whatever. Eleven percent, nine percent, whatever the number is. I just, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But we've now seen Nugent Hopkins probably take a bit of a cut, right? Yeah, he took a discount. Yeah. Kane, well, Kane I mean, did. probably not at the time because Nugent signed on a poor year. No one was taking cuts. If Evander Kane, yeah, Evander Kane didn't take a cut. He took less money to I play he, here. He to took play less with. money yeah, than he, he probably thought he was going to get. There he, you go. He, he could have got more to go somewhere else. No, he couldn't. Sure. Because There's remember, no Ken way. Holland gave him the option to go look. Ken Holland said, go ask every other team. And he went and asked every other team. And he came back and was like, all right, we got a deal. Yeah, but every other team doesn't have Connor, doesn't have Leon, doesn't have this whole roster. Was he make one five point one five point five five or something? something like yeah, that. I think he took a bit for sure. I I'd be very surprised if someone was out there offering like say six. Are you doing me a too. gym thing right now? What are you doing? I'm just looking at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that if Arizona put a deal on the table for Vandekane, they were like, "We'll give you six million. Mm-hmm. and then Ken Holland was like, "I'll give you five point one whatever," and you get to play mm-hmm. with McDavid and Drysaddle. Yeah. That that isn't a cut. I'm card. telling you there wasn't a $6 million deal on the table. I think we should get uh, Evander on the phone. Who's got his number? Call him up. Jay? Yep. And 10,000 loonies, Jay. Yeah, we need to know what that looks like. <laughs> it's I mean, fitting in a p- pillowcase, no problem. I don't know I about think that. It is. tough, man. Because 50 loonies in a roll is like that, isn't it? That's 25. Yeah. Oh, 25? 25 yeah. is this. I don't think we're going to get it. So like 50, then 100, then you got to do that 100 times. Pour in, pour in four rolls. You're barely going to notice it. It's fitting no problem. We need somebody with a lot of loonies. Who's got I, the big old change jar at their house? I do. I got a you cookie know? jar. Do you? The yeah, cookies in that jar? Scooby-Doo cookie jar. Mm. Says Scooby-Doo-Doo. Loonies. All right. Fit. That's where you keep the money? You just announced that on the podcast? Yep. Don't break into my house. It, don't rob Liam. Okay. But if you do, I encourage you to go over to nationgear.ca and check out the Nation Vacation to Toronto that's happening on March 10th to 12th. Thanks to our friends at AMA Travel, they put together a bougie little package for us where we go into Toronto. We're going to be staying at the Royal York Hotel. I kept saying the Royal Oak. That is the wrong hotel. The Royal York Hotel. We're going to be watching the game in a suite on a Saturday night. Check that off your hockey experience bucket list. I promise you, nationgear.ca, we are starting to move some trips. We are starting to sell out. If you want to be there with us in March, which is just over a month from now, better get to it. Tyler, back to you. So in a two-liter bottle of pop, you can apparently fit about 1,860 loonies, but that's not taking into account any sort of like lost space. That's if you were to like melt them down and take the mass. So let's just call it an even 1,800. Well, that, that number's just... Fake news then. Yeah. yeah so well, we, we can knock it down a little. We could even say 1,700 in one two-liter bottle of pop. So then the question becomes, could you fit five and a half two-liter bottles of pop into With a With your eyes case? closed. Yeah, you could. I think you could fit 10,000 loonies. This I've been converted. Close, you guys. <laughs> it's not even close. There's so many loonies. It's a lot of loonies. Oh, oh, see? So now this one's different. Mm-hmm. This person said allowing for airspace, it's 930 loonies. Oh, now it's, we got a big difference. Well... Now you 10, need 10 two liters in 10 a two liters pillowcase? In a pillowcase? They're having a different conversation. You can get 10 in there. I don't think you can. You can. Okay, well, we could get 10 two liters. So bottles. actually, we don't even need 10,000. All we need is enough loonies to fill like a bottle of pop, and then we could do the math. I have a uh, like a Texas Mickey at home, and it's full of just loonies and toonies. And you could probably get, I could probably get one, two, th- I could probably get like three of those into a pillowcase. Into a Texas Mickey. 
I have a JD Texas Mickey in my house. It's also a, filled with change and, and like Budweiser slash Edmonton Oiler one. I I don't think I could get those in there. For sure, I don't think so. All right, we need a scientist out there who's listening to this. Please, yeah, please, everybody, do us. our experiment for us. We're very lazy. Thank you. Uh, Tyler, we're going to wrap up the podcast on a high note, as we always do on Tuesdays, with oh, your excited. signature segment, Word Association. He has a whole Excel sheet for this here. Yeah. This is incredible. All right. Um, I got four. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to go We're gonna go bagged milk first. Mm-hmm. And then Liam, Rick, myself, and we'll end with Dan. Okay. So, like, in the loop, we're kind of sick. I see this. All right. Like a J. All right. Mm-hmm. Bag milk, your first word. NHL All-Star Weekend. Snoozer. Boring. Overrated. Yeah. Poorly done. Growth needed. The Oilers' upcoming road trip. Important. Winnable. <laughs> How the hell did you get that out of my head? I, know I was going to say Winnable. Work. Easy. Gift. Uh, served up. Two 10.30 a.m. games this weekend. Odd. Lame. Terrible. The best. Brunch? Oh, man, there's Saturday and Sunday games. Like You're just going to lose out on Rev, but it's Super Bowl weekend. Don't make it up. <laughs> Rev, I'm going to lose out on sleep. Yeah, fair. Jacob Chikrin. Although, just to be fair, it is having a 10.30 start is a nice little excuse for uh, a cheeky little Caesar to start off my day. The sun coming up. Tyler's just making me yawn this entire segment. Yeah, I keep yawning. All right, Jacob Chikrin. Not happening. Overrated. Overvalued. Coyote for life. (laughs) That's a good one. Thank you. Not perfect. Honeymoon over. Jay's favorite. What is your percentage chance that you think, because Oilers fans are obviously talking about him yeah. a lot. He took Arizona Coyotes out of all of his social bios this week, past weekend. People get really fired up about that shit. What is your Who's percentage? looking for that stuff? That's what I always find <laughs> amazing. Someone told too. me today that happened at the draft and people just notice now. Probably. See, probably. Like I would never notice ever in a million years. Now, no, then, they, then I saw someone like, oh, Connor McDavid follows him. Yeah, like NHL players that probably know each other, follow each other. Weird. Uh, Liam, percentage chance that Jacob Chikrin is going to be an oiler? One. Rick? I hope it's zero, but realistically, I'll put it at 23. Dan? 28%. Tyler? 15%. I would say 12. There's a lot of teams that like him, man. I just want a lot of that. If they liked him so much, why has he not been traded? Because the Coyotes want too much. He's overvalued. I just think and if I see one more person tweet out like a GD chart with some percentages on there being like, look, he's the answer. It's God. What does GD stand for? God damn. Gosh, dang. Or that. <laughs> Go on, goddamn. What is it about the those charts that you just like? Well, it's just they don't tell you a whole picture of a player. Like, and again, you want someone who's going to fit in here. The a lot of the value Jacob Chikrin brings is as a guy who has a rocket of a shot on a power play. He's not going to play on the power play here. The Oilers need someone who can help on the PK and help out there. They need someone who's going to be not chaotic five at five, five on five. Chikrin can be has a tendency, and maybe he changes if he comes here and his workload is less. That's totally possible. And I think he's very talented. Talented and the contract's great, but he's not going to get power play time here 
He's also a left shot, so he wouldn't fit in on the power play all that well. He's not going to help you that much on the PK, and he might not calm things down at 5-on-5 as much as people seem to think. I just... He'll help you move the puck. That's great. A modern NHL defenseman needs to do that really well. But the things Chikorin does well, the Oilers already have some of that on their blue line. Do you really need more? Would you rather Gavrikov or Chikorin? Golly. I don't want to pay for either of them. I'm saying neither. 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 Stop. Everyone just, they focus on one or two players and then everybody hears someone else focus on. It's like Bob McKenzie says one thing to make a a segment and then everybody just sits there and just, and they don't let it go. Like, oh, this is definitely the guy. That's definitely the guy. That's definitely the guy. And more people just start piling on. It makes no sense. I uh, put together a little article on the weekend, just all the names based on Frank Saravalli's trade board at dailyfaceoff.com. All of the names that have been tied to the Oilers over the last, handful of weeks and it's basically the entire list how many who is never mind i was gonna say how many are there he's got 30 on his list and i would say the others were tied to about like we need a really good third line or the best fourth liner out there in the league and we need another kulak type defenseman we need some so who said this yesterday somebody said this over the weekend but the others need oh maybe it was daniel nugent bowman on our show yesterday said that if the others are going to get a defenseman it needs to be better than kulak he said, yeah, if you're not going to get someone that's better than Kulak, why do it? Yeah. And my argument would be depth. But. Kulak, what he brought us last year. Maybe this is a step down a bit for this mm. year, but I need what he brought last year. I don't, I honestly. That solidifies our, our defense really well. And then bring in that third line or a great fourth line player that helps solidify the middle six, bottom six type of, and we're good to go. Let's go. Give me I, any team in the league. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know he's in like the B group because all everyone talks about is the A group and how the others need to trade this guy, that guy, the first round pick because Tampa do it every year. So who cares what they do? Like so I get they win. You. Just like play your own game. You Real gotta- quickly, here's the names that were tied to the others that I could find tweets or Friedman said this or Frank <laughs> said this or, you know. We'll start a new podcast. Here we go. So Jacob Chickren was there. Jonathan Taves, Jake McCabe, uh, Gavrikov, Sam Lafferty, Luke Shen. Noel Achari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek Broussard. Ghost Bear. What about the... Nick Bukestad. Yeah, Bukestad. Yeah. And that was kind of it from the... I'll like take Bukestad, Lafferty, Taves, and Shen. I would love Jonathan Taves as an order. I think Those he would be old, a yeah. massive I help. I want Taves yeah. so bad, man. It's... it's I think Taves mm. would be a really good addition here. Yep. Have they not been linked to Ryan O'Reilly, or is that just... That's just Tyler linking them I to Ryan it. O'Reilly. Oh, well, that was... Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> hey. All right, Tyler, what is your last word for word association? Nothing. We're done. Oh. Good segment, everybody. I All have right. one. Go ahead, Liam. Crisp butties. Delicious. Fan- fantastic. Unknown. Uh, learning. <laughs> Limitless. <laughs> It's a bonus word. There you go. Sky's the limit. I'm learning that there's so many more that I want to try. Oh, 100%. Get in there. 100%. Endless. You can do whatever you want, Dan. You really can. Just like you can with any of the fine folks that sponsor this podcast. Cat tail crossing, blades of steel, pond hockey tournament. Again, you got a week, people. Sticksetogetherfoundation.com is where you need to go to enter your team. AMA Travel, they're helping us put together the nation vacations. Go on over to nationgear.ca. Check that trip out to Toronto. That's coming up in a very just over a month. And then our friends at Betway provided that you are of legal age and bet responsibly. Tyler, final thoughts? Uh, the University of Alberta just did a funny TikTok with Matt Berlin. So go check that out. Okay. 
Real quick before we end this off, score prediction tonight against Detroit. I got a 4-2 win. 6-2. 5-3 power play MT net. 6-1. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Dan. 4-3 overtime win. There you go. Oldest Nation Radio episode 95,000 in the books. Have a great week, everybody.